As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Mm -hmm. um, before we dive right into things, I think we have to do something really important, which is shout out our patrons. Um, we yes. have some new yes. <laughs> yes. yes, in case you guys missed it. That's what I said is yes. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> We got some new champions for actors' rights. Uh, Kelly and Angelo, welcome to the team. We are always wanting to make sure that um, actors are acting in the safest possible ways. So absolutely, thank you for joining our Patreon where we um, just honor that mm -hmm. all the time. Well, we, uh, the only tangible thing we do is honor we it. We just honor it <laughs> verbally. And point it out when it's not happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, welcome to a couple new Vessel heads, Corey Furstenberg, and give it up for Taylor Lautner's wig. Ooh, I can't believe the wig Ooh. joined. <laughs> the wig joined. The wig has a mind of its own. I'm not surprised. An autonomous wig. <laughs> the wig heard that it was mentioned in those bonus episodes we did on Twilight needed to get in on that action. So thank you to Corey and the wig for joining. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, we also have a freaking buttload of new members of Tony fucking Collette's inner circle. They are Kate W., a generic Canadian, Joseph Grassi, Vincent Sloviak, Taylor Gregg, Katie Horn, Britt, Sydney, Jenny Moore, Melissa Freeman, Laura Fritch, Kate Tidrick, Ben Affleck's Amazon packages, mm -hmm. Carrie Monster, Keith D. Richard, Taylor Dawn, Veronica C, Flesh Muppet. Don't love saying that, to be honest. <laughs> no, not a fan. Not a fan. Pedro Rios, Heather Turner, uh, Zoe Robinson, and Abdal Kit. This was a lot, a lot of things to say. It's a lot of things to say. Some that we liked saying more than others, but all of whom we honor and mm. appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, we also honor and appreciate a couple of freaking upgrades. If you can believe it, uh, sometimes I can't, but I'm going to have to believe it, that we have the upgrades of Julia Young and, once again, pig face, wig face. <laughs> Two wigs this week. I want pig face, wig face, and Taylor Lautner's <laughs> wig to hang out. Uh, I bet they got a lot to talk about. And we appreciate them all so much for being here. Glad we could connect two wigs uh, in this place that we have built. For, it's a, for a beautiful all, for community. All. Yep. It's a beautiful community on this Patreon. And hey, if you want to join this beautiful community, be let, whether you be person, wig, uh, packages, any entity, um, go to patreon.com slash TSW podcast where you can join the Patreon. We do bonus episodes. We're talking about Squid Game. Sometimes we put video episodes up there. Uh, trailer reactions, bonus content. It's fun. We have a good time. We do it for you. And we love to do it, and we hope you love to see it and hear it and do it. And <laughs> and also, we've got another thing for you to hear, and that's the episode, and it's coming up right now. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. 
welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies, so I watch them so that you don't have to. But I'm a little confused, because lately, <laughs> Emily's been so brave. Wait, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck is going on? I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> what is my role? Do we need to change the intro? Do we need to just make God, it God no. <laughs> a little more honest? Uh, should we I think we're yeah, we're I've kind of become a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, that's the scariest thing of all. Um today's Halloween and I've learned that I am a freaking liar. <laughs> Scary day. We're recording this on Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween to you guys on this Zoom, but not to our listeners because it's not Halloween. For it's you. not Halloween anymore, so fucking forget about it. <laughs> oh, but um, I would just like to say we did this last year. If you guys want to like DM us the costumes you wore, I mean, oh, I yeah. always love to see the costumes people are doing. Um, Emily just reminded <laughs> me us of a small child who dressed up like scr- string cheese. String I cheese. mean, hell yeah. It's those kinds of innovative choices I'm looking for. I personally and didn't dress up this year. So once again, if anybody dressed up as us, <laughs> yes, I was gonna say I would really love, I would really love to see it. I want to know your interpretation um, of us. So uh, once again, it would just share. be a blonde wig and headphones, yeah, just regular clothes, and it's pretty easy. <laughs> so and very recognizable. Why everyone do, will know. Everyone would know. <laughs> everyone will know. Uh, I guess. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm kind. I'm kind of brave now. But I'm. But you'll just. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I, I got. Uh, you'll hear. You'll hear. You'll hear. Um. Sure. But last <laughs> week, uh, in my absence, you did Hell House LLC, which is one that I'm. I'm pretty scared to watch. I it's haven't scary. seen it. It's scary. And it's like jump scary, Sammy, which is you know your least. I know favorite it's kind. my least favorite. <laughs> Scares um, me good. Hell House LLC was scarier than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more of a joke than no, it ended scary up being. For real. It was scary, it was scary for, real. for real. Just the name Hell House LLC made me laugh. Um, but what is up with us on this spookiest day of the year? Um, well, you know, I'll just hop in here with my usual mm-hmm. mom anecdotes, which right. is not even this isn't even an anecdote. This is just a complaint which is that Silas is currently going through um, something called the four-month sleep regression. Oh, I've heard of this. Sounds bad. It's bad. It's bad, you guys. It's bad. It's really bad. So it's been getting progressively worse for the past, like, two weeks. Also, he's not even four months yet. So I hope it doesn't... I hope it gets better soon. I don't know. Um, But basically, at this age... a little overachiever. Um, I know he's really ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, at this age, they develop like more um, natural adult sleep cycles. So you know how when we have when we sleep, we cycle through stages of um, light sleep and deep sleep, etc. And so uh, babies at this age kind of develop and mature into that. And so that means that throughout the night, he's kind of like waking up like how we do um but we like naturally put ourselves back to bed and babies like haven't learned how to do that yet and so he wakes up like every 40 minutes and it's so painful last night i think i got like two hours of sleep like i'm so freaking tired and the thing that's crazy is it's like I guess this is just like what parents do forever. Like when am I ever going to sleep again? Like you were already tired. So now you're more tired. I'm so like last night, Tim and I were just like, what are we doing? Like, I'm so tired. Um, And 
people do this all the time. People do this with multiple children. It's very normal, but God, I am so tired. Anyway, so that's just my, I'm just, I'm just struggling out here, you guys. I really want a full night's sleep so badly, (sighs) so badly. That's really sad. (laughs) That's really sad. I'm so sorry no, for you. No. I know. I know. Well, you know what? It's okay because Silas is really fucking cute and I love him so goddamn much. And even when he like squawks and I look over and his eyes are wide open and it's 1 a.m. and he's already woken up like five times, I still love him so much. It's okay. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good. really good. That's a good, good oh, sign. Thank fucking God. <laughs> well, I had a very. Um, relaxing day yesterday and Something tells i just me you're lying no i did oh. i was oh that's i mean right. I, I know what you did <laughs> i was pretty hungover and so i went to the movies all day long and i saw three or two three hour movies back to back i saw no time to die and then the last duel which is a r- very long double feature it's a crazy and I day. fucking loved it it was so great it was a perfect thing to do a little hungover i mean just sit still and have movies wash over you all day long was really great oh that sounds really nice and i just uh again the amc a list is i just can't play <laughs> oh, it's worth it <laughs> what a deal three movies a week it's a huge deal for 24 dollars a month like that's crazy six six hours too so like you you went in did you go into the movie theater when it was like bright outside and you came out when it was dark like i always I was, like it when that happens i was there for me at like basically 11 to 6 p.m amazing <laughs> There was like some time between, so I think I was there for seven hours. And I also feel like it's important to know that you didn't eat. I did not eat. That's what? true. I mean, I was a little, I, as nauseous? I said, hungover. And so it felt like it could be a crazy decision to eat. I ate before and then after. Right. So you, ate, you ate during the day, but. You didn't want just like concession, concession nachos. There was a moment coming. during James Bond where I thought I might throw up and I made an emergency plan to throw up into my soda cup if it came to it because there were people all on both sides of me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and they never would have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have known. Can never you imagine? Known. Can you imagine trying to watch James Bond and your person stranger <laughs> sitting alone next to you just throws up into the soda there cup and keeps watching? Us. I think I could have done it stealthily. You probably could have done it in the right moment. <laughs> if they were paying attention to the movie, something loud happens, you wait for like a car crash and you just puke into your cup. No. I was I more nervous that it would notice. get to that like emergency point and if I like got up to run that I would throw up on them as right, I passed right, right. That'd be worse. That'd be that worse. was what I was trying to prevent sure. from happening. <laughs> That's it for me. That's it for you. I went to kind of a haunted house this week. Oh, Yeah. But I, it's hard to say. I don't think it was scary. I don't think it was scary. I don't think it's just that I'm better at this now. I just don't think it was that scary. But it was fun. It was like spooky, spook. It was spooky house. You went through and you're like, it. It's interesting because I think that the it's called House of Spirits. People dressed up, which was really fun. Like everyone dressed up like in you know some people wore costumes, but most people wore like gowns and like freaky makeup and like uh, mm-hmm. you know very spooky theme. But the idea I think was that it was an asylum. This house was an asylum and there were like ghosts there. Some of them were Russian. There was also a witch. There were a lot of like creatures that looked like they were from like Guillermo del Toro meets Star Wars. And so I don't understand mm-hmm. how they fit into the asylum narrative. But it was it fun. does 
So yeah, sounds a little all over the place. Sounds a little. It was a little loose. <laughs> it was a little loose. Um, but I really, I, I mean, I freaking did Halloween this year for real. Aside from doing anything today on actual Halloween, but sure, it's um, Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Um, but I'm really enjoying. I've been really enjoying watching scarier movies and partaking in the revelry. Um, and with that in mind, I did technically watch this week's <laughs> movie. Oh, Let me tell yeah. you a little bit about it, and then we'll and then we'll tell you a little bit more about it. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that sentence. But let Sounds me just start good. by saying this week's movie is Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. It just came out this last Friday, October 29th. A new release. It is streaming on Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. which you can also view on Amazon Prime with the Paramount Plus add-on. Free trial for a week, so go watch this movie. Ooh. Um, it is directed by William Eubank, written by Christopher Landon, based on Warren Pelley's Paranormal Activity franchise series, starring Emily Bader, Roland Buck III, Dan Lippert, and Henry Ayers Brown. Um, if you just heard me list those names and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know one of those names. I know it well. Um, you would be correct because that person that I named... <laughs> Is he's a been a guest, he's a friend, and now he's a freaking movie star in paranormal activity. We got him here. It's Dan Lippert. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's a ghost. I'm sorry. I know it's not Halloween for people listening now, but I, I have to come on here and be spooky at the very beginning. It's a spooky podcast. It's a spooky podcast. Sorry yeah. for everyone who was prepared to not be scared again for <laughs> Yeah, if a you year. thought it was November and you were safe, <laughs> you came safe. to the wrong place. You shouldn't have been listening to a podcast. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. Good to see y'all again. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome back. back. We are so freaking excited that you are here. I'm excited to be here. I can't believe you're in this movie. Well, you know, one of my first thoughts when I got cast in this was I want to go on this podcast and talk about it. Ah, So I was so happy you asked. Oh my gosh. We've, it's been. I also, like, they had originally said this movie was going to come out next year, and then they surprised us all, and it was Halloween 2021, and I got so freaking excited, because we've been saying, since the day I heard this news, oh my god, we're going to have Dan on the podcast to talk about this movie that he is in. I mean, it's one of the, it's like, it's the biggest fucking horror franchise, mm-hmm. and you're in it, you're in a horror movie, you're in a big, big horror <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, Dan. <laughs> it's really, really crazy. crazy. <laughs> oh my god, it's really crazy. It's so freaking cool. Okay, so I will say I did watch it. Um, we did a, Dan did a little screening. It was very sweet. Got to watch it with some friends, and I realized afterwards I watched it all. I like hardly looked away. I like really watched it. But also it was in a room full of people who were just like every time Dan came on screen, which was a lot. Excuse me. He's one of the stars. Uh, <laughs> we all were like, Dan, ah! like screaming and like screaming about random shit and like just like 
like it was like a party while Dan was on screen. And um, I realized that I think I missed quite a lot. So <laughs> um, Dan's going to kind of take the lead. But I remember uh, I remember most of the movie, I think. So. Yeah, he I mean, he he's in Great. it. And I will just say because Dan, I mean, maybe he will say this and he should. Um, Dan's fucking great in it. He's so good in it. I think he's the best part of the movie. He's really fucking funny in it. In case you didn't know, Dan's funny. <laughs> I'm really good in it. I agree. You are really good in it, Dan. Thank you. I believe it. It was really fun to watch with that group. It was like, oh. I couldn't recommend more highly to have like a bunch of supportive people at a thing. Uh, that's all about you and everybody was just like <laughs> made me feel so good it was very overwhelming it was really yeah. sweet Aww. and also a really fun way to watch a horror movie because like God, it was fun everybody I, the night before they had done like a tastemaker screening that paramount plus put on and you know it's all like strangers in a room watching it together and it, during the scary parts it's quiet and during the funny parts there's like laughs and chuckles but this was like during the scary parts, people were like screaming, and it was <laughs> yeah. really letting loose. It was really fun. Yeah, I will say it was probably terrible for anybody who was hoping to like really watch the movie because we talked the whole time, but it was so fun. Yes, the fifteen people who just bought tickets and came to hang out were really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um well let's just let's just say first Dan, tell us about I mean we've had you before, so we know we know how you feel about scary movies. We know we know your deal. And if hey listeners, if you don't know, go back and listen to twenty eight days late right later. That's what that yeah. movie's called. That's that we right. did with Dan. A fucking great episode and um you should listen to it because we're not gonna talk about that right now. What we're gonna talk about we, is I do have an addendum to that episode though. Okay. Uh, well not necessarily an addendum, but um, we we created kind of like a Killian Murphy fan club that day. Yes, we yes, did. we did. That's we did. true. Um, what, we shot Paranormal Activity in Buffalo, which is also where they they've been shooting a lot of stuff there now, including A Quiet Place too. Oh yeah, which he is in. Yeah, <gasps> and so oh, uh, through like you know the transportation drivers with had, had like driven him around <gasps> and were like ever like people had worked other crew members had worked with them and were like really effusive about how cool he is oh, uh, hell yeah. and then what the transport guy was like a friend of mine ran into him uh on the streets of buffalo and was like oh my god i'm such a big fan can i take it, your picture uh and he was like well how about instead of a photograph we just have a conversation Would that be more memorable? and he just like talked to her for like five minutes Stop. oh my god, god. <laughs> Killian wow. Murphy above and beyond. Do you think he would join our fan club? Uh, of his, the fan club of himself. I think he probably would. Like, yeah, I, I like me too. I like yeah, me too. I yeah. like me. Yeah. Yeah, I like me. I'm, a, I'm in. Um, that's fucking cool, man. God, that's cool. Yeah, Dan, tell us about, I want to hear about the filming of this movie. I mean, it was weirdly like immediately pre-vaccines yeah so i remember you all of a sudden we, you've been like very limited in your activities due to covid and then we're like and anyway now i'm gonna fly to buffalo and shoot a movie yeah it was really crazy it was you know going on a plane the first time and all of that because it was right when everyone in la was like trying to figure out if that it was okay to get vaccinated as far mm -hmm. as like ethically and people mm -hmm. were like kind of getting vaccinated and then uh, everybody was by like the end of March, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like mm -hmm. into April. Mm -hmm. And I was in this new state and I didn't know what to do. And you're just like inherently closer to everybody, like physically. I hadn't been out of my house for a year other than like patio hangs and whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, was, it it made me incredibly anxious, I guess. Like 
I had to go to uh, Legacy Effects to do some like uh, effects work on me, and that place is so cool. They like they did like the Baby Yoda, you know. They do everything. Oh, cool! That's um, amazing. And um, all of a sudden, I have like three people in my face putting like mm-hmm. a thing on me, and like Ooh. this close, like inches away, and right. it was so crazy to just you. I mean, I'm sure we've all had experiences like this where it's like. After a few minutes, you're just like, oh, I guess this, I'm just here now. Uh, mm-hmm. I have yeah. to, like, accept that this is the reality and I'm just used right. to it. Right, it's happening. Yeah. It's, this is <laughs> happening. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's happening. I'm doing it. Um, but, yeah, it was It was really, it's not what, I think the pro, the thing for everybody in every way right now is, like, every if you start achieving things that you had dreamed of or wanted, it doesn't look like what you had dreamed it was going to look like anymore. Mm. Like mm-hmm. my first thing being flown out somewhere and being in a new city and whatever. It's like I couldn't go to all the restaurants. I couldn't yeah. you know, just walk right. around and walk into stores and all that stuff that would have been really fun. Um, so it's it's it, I got really used to the hotel and we stayed at the campus of like this school called Alfred uh, University in this little town called Alfred, which is like an, uh, near an Amish town. And mm-hmm. so I was just on a college campus for like a month. Was it scary? Like, was there any moments during the filming that were a- you were actually scared? My first night, I think it was mostly because I was anxious, but I was in my hotel room. This was still in Buffalo. And I had my first ever, um, like, what's it called when your eyes open, but you're still asleep? Oh, sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. This has been coming up more and more I recently. It. I I mean either the 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 demons uh that we've not seen are becoming seen or we're just more anxious altogether mm-hmm. but I my eyes opened and I I I remember having the thought process because I couldn't turn around I was on my stomach and I was like You sleep on your stomach? Uh yeah, I don't want to. I sleep on my stomach. I, I do too. You and don't it's bad. want to? It's bad no. for you. It's like the worst way to sleep. It's not uh, a choice, but it's the only way I can. Because your your neck has to be like your spine is like twisted. Oh yeah, that's true. But it, but it's like it's like comforting to have that like pressure on your chest, though. You know, it is nice. Yeah, I just okay. can't. Unless yeah, because uh, I I think I probably have like mild apnea or something like that. I'll like mm. snore myself awake if I lay on my back. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> not the point. Not so the point. <laughs> sorry, Emily. I do sleep on my tummy. Um, but I remember being like, okay, I'm like pretty sure there's not a demon on my back, but I can't, I can't turn around to make sure that that is the truth. And it was really freaky. Um, but the really freaky part is like two weeks later in the same hotel in the lobby, I heard someone else. I overheard someone telling her friend that she had had sleep paralysis the night before. And she was like describing basically what i had also experienced no i don't like that yeah that's that's icky yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i wish it had been like an old hotel it was like a new hilton you know what i mean or whatever it was the best western so there wasn't like a feeling of haunting there yeah Ooh. Ooh. also i guess this is buffalo and it was like yeah march april i was shocked when i watched the movie how freaking cold it was there it was like full-blown winter well did you fake it? Movie magic? Um, some of it was movie magic, but the the like secret or whatever title code name was Black Snow. 
Um, and so there was this feeling that it was going to be super snowy. And then it was really, it stopped snowing early because climate change, you just don't know what the weather's going to be like anymore. Sure. And it was really like rainy and muddy and kind of like gross. And so they were like, maybe it just won't be a snowy movie. And then the first day of shooting, it snowed like crazy. So they rearranged the schedule to get a bunch of like third act shots where it's supposed to be really snowy. Uh, and like picked up a bunch of that. But a lot of it is like, they they covered it well. They use a lot of just like white foam on the ground that looks like snow. Yeah. yeah. There's just like VFX guys walking around and spraying the ground and put that stuff down. But it, we have some pretty snowy days and it was it was like 40 minute drives to set in pitch black, like middle of nowhere, just th- like 5 a.m. driving home after a long shoot in crazy snow. It was very scary. That's yeah. I mean, this is why we got to make sure crew members get good schedules because, like, that's some scary shit to drive late at night after not sleeping in the snow. It was, and there were like, you know, there there was one of our like COVID compliance people got into an accident. Um, One of our sound women got into an accident, and it truly was like, uh, sorry to blow up Paramount, but like incredibly unfair that people had to do that. (laughs) Yeah. um, yeah. But after working insane hours, they had to drive like an hour or more to get. Oh, home. that's not good. Oof. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Adding them to our list, pair of hours. Well, I guess we should just talk about this movie because I'm where there's going to be things I'm going to want to talk about with you after everybody knows the plot of the movie. Because we can't spoil That's what's hard about this early process is I feel like I have a lot of questions I want to ask you, but I don't want. We Let's can't get to give the anything. End, baby. Let's yeah. get into it. Um, yes. Well, first, let's watch this freaking trailer, I think. Yeah, let's watch the trailer. We are shooting a documentary because I am about to meet my first biological relative. She's Amish. I'm not. I am not <laughs> Amish. We are humbled and grateful to have our sister Margot return to us. <laughs> I've always hoped that I could meet you all, so this is a really special moment for me. Hey, mm-hmm. mind if I film you for a moment? Uh, oh, hey. Oh, I like your doll. What's her name? Yeah. You know, that was my mom's name. She used to live here a long time ago. She's still here. What did you say? Whoa. Why would they build a church all the way back here? What is that? The demon, Asmodeus, was trapped inside a chosen woman of God. This has happened before. What the hell? Are these from my mom? You can't have me and my baby. I know every Amish family within a 50-mile area. They ain't Amish. Jesus Fiat Coleman, Jesus Fiat Coleman. Christos 
Oh my god. Are you sure about this? I have to know. blown away i was not expecting that i have not seen this trailer that looked fucking terrifying a but then also like wow what it looks very beautifully shot i mean just i wasn't expecting like that level of filmmaking for paranormal activity i guess i haven't seen i don't know what the other ones are like but um um holy shit it yeah. kind of reminded me of like it was giving me like witch vibes almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got witch it's definitely got witch vibes. Um and let's see they they wanted it to be like a a reset a little bit of the uh the franchise. And the they kind of like justify it away by like she's making a documentary and so they have all this equipment and whatever. Yeah. Right. Um mm-hmm. which I think some purists were like no. Like there's a couple <laughs> There's a couple omniscient shots also in it that are, that they were like nervous about when they were making it, I think, and were ultimately like, it works for the storytelling. So. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say it's like a blend. This one, I mean, again, I literally have not seen another paranormal and I won't. Um, it was a blend of found footage and also like a movie is what I yeah. felt like yeah. in watching it. Um, but right. it is really beautiful and it's like you want to get those big, beautiful shots. I don't know. Um but I'm not, you know, I'm not a paranormal purist. It didn't bother me. <laughs> sure. Wow. And the fact that it incorporates um, something that looks a little bit too much like splunking to me. Um, There's some splunking-ish uh, yes. elements. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Hard pass. Absolutely not. So you're not a Descent fan? I mean, I did watch The Descent, um, but I watched it I can't with. Fucking believe that. But I watched it with number one fans, super fans, uh, Sammy and Jenna, who have seen it a thousand times. I and love The Descent. Honestly, it made it so much less scary to watch it with two people who have seen it a million times and like know exactly what's going to happen. And we were just like eating donuts, and Ooh, that's I, fun. I like wasn't <laughs> too scared. Um, but no. Uh, no spunky new yeah like rappelling down into a dark hole is something i will never do ever yeah i can agree with that i i I don't think i'll be doing that anytime no No. there's a lot of this that you wouldn't that's gonna happen here that you wouldn't do or want to do um i believe it that being said i'm gonna definitely definitely make dan take the lead because (laughs) i This morning I texted him. I was like, "You like, you know what happened in this movie, right? <laughs> you were in, right? <laughs> in it. You know, you know what happened." Um, I do. And I'll just, I'll just sort of pop in with things that maybe I remember, and also some like really funny things that that Dan does and says because I remember. Yeah. That. Great. Um. Well, first I want to ask, like, how much do the first six movies matter? Good question. To in because we've done covered one through three. But not four through six. So it is not it, it, that I am really aware of, like related to that story. Like okay. The, okay. Great. The is it like Harold or something? What's the demon's name or the the ghost yeah. or the whatever? And oh, like and the, the same family yeah. for multiple years. Yeah. Uh, you, they, I think there might be some theories out there that like this is this is kind of like Easter eggy connected. But as far as like actually the experience of watching it, there's no. Okay. Feeling okay. like yeah. you have to have seen like the other ones. This cool. could have been the first movie in like its own thing to, to mm-hmm. me. Cool. Okay, great. 
It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. <laughs> um, so it opens at a Denny's and, um, uh, I'm going to, I may keep fucking up the actor's real names and the character's names. Margot, uh, is there with Chris, um, who I, it, I realize is halfway through shooting the Chris Landon is the guy that wrote this movie and he wrote like, uh, the death day movies and, uh, oh, shit. Um, yeah, um, wow. and, uh, a couple of the paranormals. But I, I was—I realized halfway through, I'm like, you just named the main character your name. Can you do that? <laughs> What's a name? What's a guy's name? Uh, uh, Chris. That is um, very also your really character's funny. name is Dale, and it took yes. me so long to realize they weren't calling you Dan. Like I was like, uh-huh. oh, they just named his character Dan, and then at one point I heard the L and was like, oh, Dale. Dale, <laughs> and it was just yeah, always named Dale, which I don't know. I—that's I, yeah. th- close to my vibe, I think. Oh, so you could be a Dale. <laughs> I could be a Dale. Um, so yeah, that that uh, you find they're at a Denny's, and you find out essentially that they're meeting um someone who found her um uh Margot on Twenty Three and Me, who is related to her. She is adopted and doesn't know her birth family. 
and this person that's related to her is on his rumspringa, um, mm. and that is uh, Samuel. And so he shows up at the Denny's, and they kind of start talking and find out uh, a little bit of the backstory, and basically, like, that she's a college student, uh, her and Chris, and they're making this documentary, trying to, like, find out more about her origin story. Um, and they're going to go to the farm and meet the, the Baylor family, which is, uh, her family. And then we cut to a shot, uh, security cam shot of a woman dropping a baby off in a hospital. Mm. Uh, and we see Margot looking at that on her phone and showing her friends as they're like hanging out and, uh, drinking and smoking. And she's like, I've seen this a hundred times and it, it, you find out it's her mom dropping her off and she looks kind of like scared in it and you don't really know what the story is with it wow i wonder how she got that footage um that's a good question it's a good question <laughs> i don't know she knows the hospital she was born in because that's on your birth certificate and so she's and like they hey just... show me all this well no yeah i guess because she wouldn't have been born in a hospital maybe or not anyway whatever i don't know <laughs> they might explain it i'm not gonna ask questions i'm not asking questions <laughs> yeah, no You're questions. Asking, you can ask questions. <laughs> you, no, don't ask any questions. <laughs> I feel like don't. if you don't ask questions, it will just be me talking for uh, thirty minutes. So please ask questions. I love that though. <laughs> a, a little fun fact: in the original script, that the movie opened with her the f- footage of the baby mm. being dropped off, and then mm. like cut to the Denny's. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Then they, they're at the airport, and a fun little thing that was cut out that I, w- uh, I wish they had kept for comedy is Samuel, they're all wearing masks, it's COVID times, and Samuel yeah, has a mask back. that's like a pink mask with little studs on it, and he's like this Amish guy and whatever, and you find out he was like running late and couldn't find a mask and so got one at a gas station. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's a cute that's little fun. joke that, that wasn't in there. Uh, and then they leave the airport and their sound guy, Dale, pulls up in his van. Who's that? Who's it's that guy? Dan by Dan Lipper. screamed in the theater. <laughs> uh, and that was my first day of shooting. And I remember coming in so hot. And the dire- <laughs> Will, the director, had to be like, hey, you're being like really big right now. Because <laughs> I was just like so jacked and Bring it in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And let me just take over real quick right here. Okay, Dan is very funny here. Dan's like the com- comic relief in this movie. Yes. Um, and, is, and that's Dale's case. He's like kind of like a little weirdo sound guy. They like met him and hired him just for this doc. And and so he shows up and picks him up in his van. And he forgets to put his mask on. So he's out around in the car, grab his mask. And then he's like, oh, it's cool. I, um, I got, I've um, had COVID like five times. <laughs> and then they're like, you have COVID five times? And he says, well, only once. Uh, I only got tested once, but I think I just kept getting it. <laughs> Dan, did you improvise that? Yes, I did. It's so funny. I did. God, it's funny. Thank you. Oh, my God. They let you improvise things. I feel like that's not normal, right? Do they this usually was, let you do that? I, I think this series is generally relatively yeah, heavily that, improvised. That's so true. That I'd feel. forgotten about that. Okay. Yeah. They want it for the realism. So I got to improvise like a good amount. My my first audition was like a fake dummy script that they said you could improvise around. My second audition was fully improvised. They just gave me a scenario and I improvised it. Uh, and then the third audition was like the actual script. Um, cool. But uh, it because the movie was like incredibly technical, and they were trying to capture 
everything in one shot, you know, because generally they didn't use the omniscient shots and it has to be one camera. So a lot of it was like one take shots that the it was harder to want to improvise because you didn't want to like improvise something and fuck up the one take that the everything right. else worked on. Yeah, yeah um, it's a lot at stake. Yeah. So I think for the other actors, there was like maybe a little less freedom to improvise than some of the other movies. But I, I fucking just went for it. Oh, that's um, great. That's so cool funny. to know. I yeah. love knowing that. Oh, uh, this is why it's so fun to have people who are actually in the movie. We never, <laughs> I mean, this like so rarely happens. Yeah. But um, it's it feels so weird to talk about. It's like, I don't know what's interesting. So I'm just telling the story. No, you're doing it. I mean, me it's so great. interesting. It's so <laughs> interesting. I stopped the whole goddamn podcast to talk about that COVID joke because it really made me laugh. I also <laughs> just thought it was really interesting that like they put COVID into the movie. And, and then after this moment, it's sort of like, then we don't worry about it. We go like, uh, you know, to the Amish, yeah. nobody wears masks anymore. But it was like a very interesting thing to be like, oh, yeah, we're like, that will be in the context of movies moving forward as like a way. It just was wild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any that I've seen until I think this one has such a quick turnaround. It's probably like one of the first movies where the yeah. characters like are it just because it tells you the dates, you know, you're like the first right, scene is like right. March 6, 2021. Uh, and then whatever you're going through. And so it's like, mm, right. It, kind of actually funny now that i think about it because they would i think stuff happens on like march 12th like i guess it doesn't exactly track like some of the stuff is happening as the world is closing down and no one mentions it well no they is it 2020 or 2021 uh 2020 yeah but that's like when everything shut down on yeah Earth, oh that's interesting how could you have had um, no COVID maybe it is 2021 okay so it doesn't matter yeah hey, so, so how my could own... you have had covid five times by march <laughs> <Yeah>. 2020 <laughs> that's, so that's what it is all right so we've okay, solved great. it great we solved it um okay yeah so Dale picks him up, and he's funny as hell. Dale shows up. He's funny. Uh, everybody is enamored. Everyone leans forward in their seats uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, with little heart Every emoji Every theater eyes. everywhere, people go, Dan, 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 <laughs> They get to the farm, um, and... Samuel leaves uh, to talk to uh, to. It's nighttime, and and the farm's all creepy. And a character who we'll later find out is, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The actor is Tom. Uh, Jacob walks out, and he's like uh, the the father figure of the family. And you don't see hear anything, but you see Jacob and Samuel get into a little argument. Um, and you see like a creepy kid on the porch, and kind of like an old lady in the window. Mm. Uh, and it's snowing all crazy, and we don't know what's going on. Samuel gets back in the car and is like, "We have a problem." And what's kind of implied is like they didn't want them to bring cameras and be filming because it's mm. an Amish mm -hmm. family mm. and farm and whatever. Right. And so then we cut to a hotel and the crew, Dale, um, Margot, Chris, and Samuel are in the hotel room setting up uh, and like looking at the equipment and kind of just, the it's just setting up some of the plot here. Mm -hmm. um, side story that didn't really make it into it, but Dale is watching an infomercial about like a, a balding cure uh on the tv <laughs> that um uh, uh the, one of the director's friends like made and it's like a funny little two minute infomercial it's actually our friend hector's cousin uh but anyway <laughs> um they hear a noise in the bathroom they the first kind of scare moment they look behind the curtains nothing's there everything's all clear 
And then blah, a kid's head shows up in the window of the bathroom. It's, and oh, I spill what? a full cup of champagne onto Joel. <laughs> I screamed and spilled a whole cup of champagne on him. <laughs> and and uh, from a bottle that was relatively limited. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I took too much and then I spilled it all. <laughs> um, and so um, uh, what's the kid? The, uh, I keep getting the actors. Samuel. No, there's the, the kid oh. has a name that I, I won't remember in this moment. He's but, a freaky um, little kid. He's got like a straight across bang haircut. It looks like there's kind freaky. of a lot of freaky little kids yeah. in this. There's a few freaky kids. Um, oh, Eli is his name. Colin was mm. the actor. And co- this kid was like, he was like the prototypical like child actor. He was so precocious, so funny. Um, and uh, we talked a lot about Fortnite, uh, co- uh, Colin and I. <laughs> Um, but he was a real sweetheart, and he was very food motivated. So his mom, got, like, he had a lot of That's like, like Snickers and stuff. I know. <laughs> now he's a no, human I boy. That was this food one's motivated. food motivated, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just give him a treat. And uh, so they like, I, I I can't remember plot wise how if they explain how Eli got there. But essentially, now they have to go back to the farm. Eli like snuck into the van with them, or or followed them. And now they have to go back to the farm to return Eli, and it's late at night, and so Jacob's like, fine, you can stay here. Since you brought us our little child back, we'll let you film here, whatever, whatever. Shows them to their creepy room. Um, Margo walks in, and a dog barks at her immediately. Never a good sign. Never Uh a good sign. Uh Um, Yeah. A, A dog that they just... We had a lot of trouble with the animals on set. And because uh, I think because it was in Buffalo, it's just like not like you're in L.A. where there's super trained Hollywood animals. Yeah. Uh, and so it was like, yeah, this dog probably is. A, it can act. And then it like wouldn't really bark when it was supposed to, which is probably normally a good thing for a dog. Right. But they played it. Not, it looked good, actually. I was wondering if they would just fully cut that scene because we never got like a good take of the dog barking. Yeah. Um, but we all come in. The dog the actors room. there are not like the dog actors in LA. <laughs> not like it. <laughs> the yeah, quality is just, so different. You need so union different dog actors. Absolutely. That's why you know, we should keep filming in California. Um, <laughs> but let's see. They go there. They're in the house. We get a little backstory. Dale doesn't fit on his bed. We find out his mom lives with him. His <laughs> I love that. His mom lives with him. He doesn't live with his mom. His mom lives with him. And you share a full-size bed? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I forgot. Oh, yeah, there were a few. Dale like... is wild, you guys. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's, there's one thing to like live with your mom, another thing to share a full-size bed with also, your mom. Also, she lives with him. She lives yeah. with him. This is a very funny detail, I think. That, what you asked if there was any scary stuff. That, so that scene we like pretty fully improvised. And they started, they pounded on the walls once when we were improvising it. And that did scare the shit out of me because I wasn't expecting it, Um, which I'm sad they didn't use that in the actual movie, but that was one. Uh, But yeah, so we set up that they're there. They are, uh, they're more excited than the audience. I think the audience is like, okay, this looks fucking creepy. Um, But the characters are like, this is so cool. It's so different, whatever. Um, what happened? Glad to be let in. Yes. The next morning, they're eating breakfast and uh, wondering. Dale wonder. Dale's surprised that they have Fruit Loops here, uh, like Amish <laughs> people do, and Chris makes fun of him for that. Um, <laughs> and then the, it's basically like, "What are you doing today?" 
we see Lavinia kind of uh, Lavina kind of uh, the older woman from earlier yell at the kid for being like too chatty. They talk about TikTok. Um, <laughs> and uh, side note, the Jill, the woman that played Lavina, is like a she's like eighty two, and she grew up. She likes was in the fifties. She was in like, uh, you know, like Soho or whatever, like in Manhattan, oh, wow. like doing theater. Her parents were like in um the big uh the big movie about the sled at the end about uh yellow uh, the uh, yellow journalism guy uh, um, um, citizen kane yeah her parents like in citizen kane the she like movie came with up the sled. <laughs> about the sled. <laughs> the sled the sled movie wait we got us there we got she it came out, she like was ron perlman's friend like in the 50s like coming and she just had like a great little story all that's the time. cool that's cool um and she was in the like original broadway production of children of a lesser god Holy um, shit. wow but anyway we find out that they're like just gonna check out the farm that day and they're hanging out uh setting up the world a little more i forget what the next scene is uh, emily do you remember it's it, 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 yeah no um <laughs> when, do you, like, when, when do you get a haircut uh that's about 10 pages away probably okay. five or ten. <laughs> no i got nothing uh, like, do I uh, am I going scene by scene or just the big plot points? I feel like You're scene by scene job. is going to take too long. I think you could take us long. to the next, yeah. yeah, next big plot point. Like, we're just, I think that basically, yeah, like the, what I picked up is it feels creepy, but they're not. They have no reason to be like creeped out. Uh, they're just yeah. thinking we're going to learn about this family, their life. Uh, is this when she talks to the girls at the laundry line? Yeah, so she later? goes to the okay. laundry line and she talks to some girls, uh, some like of the Amish girls there. And finds out girls. that her mom got pregnant with an Englishman, which is like someone from outside of the community, mm. and got mm. shunned for it. Uh, and then you find out from the energy of these teenage girls that like this should not be discussed. And they leave kind of quickly. Um, mm. Another thing that got cut from the movie is in the, like the, everything's moving in, in the wind, the clothes on the hangers. And like the demon's outline shows up in one of the sheets Ooh, that or always... not the demon, but whatever the thing is yeah, yeah. Something, something bad and they cut that which made me sad i wonder if they just yeah. didn't get the vfx i wonder if it was like was cool conjuring scare. was like hey man we've done that you can't do that <laughs> yeah i i did just watch the conjuring for the first time and saw that and was like oh <laughs> <laughs> um so that and then um chris is playing with his drone and he sees a church like kind of far away, like way mm. further than makes sense, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so he's like a little confused about that and they, they want to figure that out. Um, and so they go to the church and Jacob angrily finds them and stops them. It's or locked, no. right? They try to get in. Yeah, mm. I might have jumped too far forward. That's okay. But anyway, yeah, they uh, they do see the church and they go try and it's locked and Jacob it gets mad and is like, hey, we're eating. Uh, let's all go Ooh. eat. And Dale is hungry and is excited about that. That's kind of that. So but, he's also uh, food motivated. He's also food Dale motivated. Dale is food motivated, <laughs> yes. Uh, but so the, the, that night at, while they're eating, um, oh, Jacob like introduces Margot and is like, we're blessed to have her here. And he says something essentially about like duty and like doing what you're supposed mm. to do. Uh, mm -hmm. and how important mm -hmm. that is to the family. It's like, we have a saying or whatever. Uh, and then he, everybody's kind of chatting, and then he claps twice, 
and some kids start singing in German, uh, uh, and they sing this like song, and then everybody's like pounding on the tables, and it's this weirdly upsetting scene where yeah. they're like excited like, about the song. Yeah, yeah, it feels very like. I'm never comfortable hearing like German sung in unison uh, <laughs> by like young white kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's this kind of moment, and like Margot's like, "This is kind of sweet," and um, I like how they don't use their phones or whatever. That night, everybody goes to sleep. Another thing that was cut from the movie is Dale is snoring really loud, and you know those tiny microphones that people kind of use with their dogs when they're snoring, like that. They kind of oh, became yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. Like on TikTok, you like put a little tiny oh, microphone up yeah. to like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They like lower one in on Dale snoring. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why they cut that. That scene was really funny. Um, <laughs> and I spent uh, like probably for continuity, like 24 hours just having to lay in a bed, not consecutively. Just because a lot of scenes happen while I'm sleeping. <laughs> and it was like, instead of just putting my foot in some lumpy pillows in the bed, they're, they're, they're like, you guys no, you gotta be, You got to be there. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time just laying in a tiny bed. Um, this is very funny. Well, Emily, poor Emily just had to get yanked around crying and screaming a bunch. Um, not me. Not you, Emily. Emily no, is the me, Emily, Emily Bader is the actress. That yeah. played. I don't know if you did that as well. That would have been did. crazy. That would have been crazy if you if you had been in this movie <laughs> too, me. Emily. You would have been great heard. in that role, Emily. Thank you so much, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that to be true. And so uh, that night, she hears a noise. She follows it. Uh, a door that I forgot to mention earlier, she sees a padlock on. Now the lock is off mm. and it leads up to the attic. Yeah, it's the middle of the night. Nobody there. else gets up. She gets up alone. And it's because she hears noises from above her. Yeah. In that hears... room that she was like, that was a locked room. And, it, and this is, uh -oh. she's got her own, this is like very found this footage. This is our night vision. First really like paranormal freaky. activity scene. Yep. And she hears some noises. She opens some drawers and finds a box with a letter in it. We saw this in the trailer. The letter is like, her mom wrote it and is like, you'll never get me or my baby again, uh, whatever. Uh, it, calls it, it calls them a cult. Um, she finds ooh. like a secret kind of back room and then she hears something uh, and hides under the bed. And Jacob walks in, sees that the door has been opened and he goes like, oh, no. I think he says, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and side note about Jacob, that actor, Tom, he lives in Florida and uh, all he and his girlfriend own a um, a business that does hydrotherapy for dogs. So it's like a pool uh, where you can bring your dogs and they can like swim to like if they have arthritis or injuries or whatever. He's like the sweetest man on oh earth. Oh my god, what a fun business to own! What, oh like, my yeah. god, what a bring nice dog over to no, swim. Yeah. I had no idea what you were going to say and you did not disappoint with the hydrotherapy for dogs it shocked you <laughs> it was, did not expect that to come out of your I, mouth i never even knew it existed and then he said it and i was like oh that should exist everywhere that's such yeah, a fun idea a, of course even, even, if it's, even if it's actually just like a nice name for dog swimming I, but it's still <laughs> dog swimming <laughs> But if you're watching the movie and you get scared of his character, just imagine him talking very lovingly about his old dog. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so he leaves the room and then she's under the bed. Here's a noise again. And this is also in the trailer. 
the the bed lowers down as if something is sitting on it. Yes. Um, and he's and out of the room is, now? He has left the room. Yeah. He's You've seen those footsteps scared. walk out that door. Fuck. So in this, wait, so in this room, there's just some letters from her mom. Yeah, that, they are. They're like, she looks through a couple drawers and finds them okay. under some clothes in a tin can and opens Well, but there's a also a bed up there. So it's like somebody. Yeah, it's like a, a bedroom that nobody uses. Yeah. And I believe um, earlier Samuel tells her like conversationally that her mom stayed upstairs or something okay, like that. Okay. Like, so we're so kind maybe of, it was her bedroom that they for some reason just have left as is. And yes. locked, locked the door. Yeah. yeah. There's a little Amish doll just sitting on the bed. Yeah. Um, probably don't worry about it, you know? Probably don't creepy, worry creepy. about the creepy doll. The <laughs> probably don't worry about any room. of it. <laughs> I'm not worried. fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Totally fine. Normal. I'm still stuck on hydrotherapy for dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you live in I forget where in Florida he is. Oh, Orlando, I think. But anyway, so um then she go she comes out from under the bed and there's nothing on top of it. And then the door somehow is shut and locked in a way that she can't open it. Uh mm. so she tries to open the window, it's stuck. Like, there's a kind of a booming noise that's getting louder and louder. Mm. The camera looks at the window, and in the reflection, we see a face. Uh, oh, Big sc- scream moment. She turns Huge around. Nothing there. Oof. She finally gets the window open. She says, well, this is going to be tough or something like that. <laughs> Cut to the next day, and she's showing this footage to Chris and Dale. Uh, and Dale is like, okay, fuck this. Let's go. This is yeah. creepy. I'm Good. Done. Dale has the right idea. Dale knows. Chris is like uh, uh, a little dubious and is like, so what? We're making a Ghost Hunters movie now? I thought we were making a documentary about your life. It's like, uh, Chris, this is what happens. This is what's happening. Yes. And Margot's being a little bit gaslit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Also, uh, just going back for the creepy vibe, it doesn't really matter, but their first night there, she looks out the window and she just sees like six people holding red lights and doesn't know what's going on. uh, Don't like that. Um, And that she asks Sam the next day and he's like, they're hunting bears. There's bears. A bear. Something killed a cow. There's bears here. So don't go in the woods at night. uh, And also just don't worry about it. (sighs) So then um, they are like, okay, well, we do have to get to the bottom of this. Let's figure out how to get to that church. Uh, Everyone has left the farm. Oh, go ahead, Emily. Did you get your hair cut yet? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I did. So (laughs) in a little. This is the uh, biggest part of the movie in my mind. In a mo- what's it called? The fun and games part of the movie. Fun and yeah. games part. Yes, which we I want to just flag that we reference the fun and games portion now often, and yeah. it originated from your episode, Dan. When Is you, that true? Yeah, when you talk about it on Twenty Eight Days Later, that was the first time we had talked about it on the podcast, and now it's just a recurring because <laughs> so many horror movies, man. There's a fun and games portion, there's and got you got to point it out. You need the fun and, and games portion. It's tough to beat that one to that song in Twenty Eight Days Later. But yeah, this is when they're like settling into the Amish. They're like just being like, okay, let's get to know the Amish way of life and like these people and this family and Dale's really getting into it. And so they they come around the corner and there's all these kids gathered around Dale and he's got his hair up and they're like giving him uh, some sort of makeover. Um, and so then uh, the next scene... 
they're all like pounding and like there's a big reveal coming. Dale pops out and he's been given a bull cut, like an Amish bull cut he's, like, in a full <laughs> like, Amish outfit. Straight across. It's so funny. Oh, it we is are going to so need to post a photo of that. funny. I screamed. Yeah. And then he just has that hair for the rest of the movie and we never draw attention to it. Dan just, it's like a scary movie and Dan just has this insane wig for the rest oh of the movie God. and it is so funny. And bull cuts have like followed me around for my whole life uh, because I think people just think they're going to be funny on me. This was already in the script. But uh, our friend Drew Tarver was always like, get a bowl cut for six months. You'll book every role in the world. <laughs> Look, he's not wrong. You know, uh, Rebecca was sitting behind me. We also had Rebecca on the podcast. Good friend. Uh, she said that you looked like the berries and cream guy from that Skittles yes. commercial. Uh-huh. And That's you what, really do. It was such weird timing because I had forgotten about the commercial. When they did the wig, Will, the director, was like, you look like berries and cream. And I was like, what? And he showed me the video. I was like, oh, fuck, that commercial, which has now become really big on TikTok. I don't know if you've Has seen it? it, but yeah, people do that character, the berries and cream, and the, it's been like remixed a ton. <laughs> oh um, my God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had to, it was very confusing and complicated because you would always forget which day, like if we were shooting a scene before or after my hair was cut, but mm-hmm. they, they had to bun up my hair mm-hmm. and then put the wig on top of the bun that's like in the bowl cut cut. Because the other, the only, the two options would be to like give me a full bowl cut and then give me a wig on top of it for the pre moments, or keep my hair. Anyway, it was a lot of work for the whole movie to just have a bowl cut. <laughs> it's honestly worth it. I was going to say, it sounds like that. in Emily's opinion, it was worth it. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I'll send you all. We also had like a set dog Tootsie that was this little dog that lived on a farm down the road, and she would just run up to set and like hang around. And she's Tootsie? in the movie. She walks past in that scene where she's talking, uh, where they're hanging the clothes up, and and uh, Margo goes like, "Oh, look at that dog! That's just Tootsie walking through the su- the shot." Um, but there, there's a video of her eating my wig at some point. <laughs> she just like got it out of the wig bag. I'll send you guys. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have a good picture of you in that wig, probably I do. Like, on your. I'll phone, send so. y'all. So yeah, yeah, okay. we need to see behind the scenes anyway, pics. Perfect. Just couldn't um, let that it- go by. Was it was it really uncomfortable wearing the bowl cut wig? I feel like wigs are uncomfortable. It's usually it's not not the wig. It's like all the pins you have to put in your hair to to hold it up for the wig to go on top of. That's like the part that can be uh, imprecise and like tight. But also at the end of the day, you get. I really like having people rub their hands through my hair. It's very (laughs) Uh relaxing for me. Very head motivated, head scratch. <laughs> so you do get like that. Um, going. So worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it. So uh, that that day, yeah, that day where we shot the that was like my favorite. I was really excited for that bowl cut scene. I had like prepared a thing for it. I was ready for that shoot. And then the kids that were on set were fucking crazy. And there were there were uh, sorry to sell this little little girl out, but she was like a big diva. She kept saying joke lines like trying to like get on camera and like deliver probably like trained by her mom this like six-year-old to like oh, say no. something that makes you pop you know uh, oh, no. and it was oh, no. the, I, it was so crazy to feel competitive with a six-year-old <laughs> to be like hey this is my moment like <laughs> someone needs to tell her she can't talk <laughs> I'm the one getting the bowl. Is someone going to deal with the kid? It's, uh, excuse me. Is someone going to deal with the kid? Um, and it was like just like kind of a low budget movie. And like there weren't really like kid wranglers. I don't know if there normally are. So mm-hmm. I just there were like six kids. And in between takes, I had to be like, 
all right, like everybody, remember what we're doing here. And like, you can, if you were talking while I'm talking, it doesn't work. Like you have to be quiet, but like, you don't want to be a dick, but it's like, this is how movies are. Oh man. That's really funny. Well, I'll say it is Dale's moment. I felt in the, movie yes and it's Good. got it's got some big references to to some things that i do in other podcasts so uh i was excited to throw it in there um so dale now has the ha haircut they have to find a way to get to the church so they did want to distract samuel so they they have him show them his horse and they put dale on the horse and slap its ass and the horse runs off with dale on it and samuel <laughs> chases it as like a distraction so that Chris and Margot can go to the church. And you, Dan Lippert, had to actually get on a horse, yes? I had to get on a horse. It was, I am really, really, really scared of horses. Horses are scary. I agree. It, in order to, I am six foot seven, like 270 pounds. They had to have a big horse. <laughs> um, uh, in the training, uh, the like you, I drove to this uh, woman's barn and they like got me on the horse and I you walk it around in circles and stuff, and it's to get comfortable with it, and then you get on it. And I know this fact. They're like, the, if the horse knows you're anxious, the horse is anxious. Yes. And it's like, whether or not you know that to be true, it's hard to just not be anxious. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if I already am. And also, there is this feeling, like, not to invoke of it, like, a bad, an awful thing that happened, but with, like, with that movie Rust, where it's like, yeah, you can't trust that things are safe just because someone told you it was. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I had that feeling a lot in this movie was like, everyone's like, it's fine. It's a horse. It's fine. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. I don't, I'm not. It's fine right, until right. I fall off and right. break my neck. It's uh, also like, you don't it's fucking fine. Know. It's a horse. It's an animal. It's a like, live animal. People get very yeah. hurt riding horses. Like, it's yeah. dangerous. It's, they paralyze Especially Superman. Especially if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, anyway. It's fine. We it's a horse. It. Dan, it's fine. It's a horse. <laughs> it's a horse. Just a huge horse. Just, just a horse. They walked me around the barn and she was like, all right, I'm going to let go and just you can have a little time with them. Right when she lets go, the horse like bolts. Oh, my God. No. And so everyone is doing that thing where they are trying to be helpful and trying to be calm, but you could hear in their voice they're very scared. Fuck. And they're like, just squeeze your legs, heels down, squeeze your legs. All right, just, just tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. Like that kind of thing. Oh, and so I, I was like, okay, I'd like to get off now forever. Um, and so oh, no. then we we're shooting it that day. And it's similarly like I've been nervous the whole day. I've been anxious. And the woman who's the wrangler, I hear her talking to the director and the, um, the stunt coordinator. And she's like, hey, the horse is really anxious today. He's just really oh, bossy. Oh, my God. And she, you can tell she's really worried. And so I was oh. like, hey, I'm never going to be on the horse without someone holding it. It's just not going to work. And Good they figured you. it out. Um, and the, my stunt guy was like in my full outfit. And so they just did. They do a thing where the camera like pans down and then back up. And then it's him. And they slap the horse's ass and it runs away. Yeah. Which is what should have been the plan the whole yes. time. That's right. not that hard to do. Right? Yes. Put a trained horse person on the horse. Yeah. And it's like, again, because it was in Buffalo. They're like, this horse has never been in a movie. And it's like, well. <laughs> I want like the I want like the Clint Eastwood horse. Like, yeah, yeah. Ugh, man. But it's worth it for the laugh. They go to the church, and we now see inside this church there is a bunch of iconography about Osmodius, uh, which is a dem demonic name, and some like paintings on the ground of like some horrifying images of like people oh, no. killing each other, and and then. They they notice that there's like kind of a a weird well 
that what? is covering like some hollow board. And mm-hmm. so they knock on the board and they're like, there's something under here. They, they move this like well facade, open the board, and there's like a 50 foot cavern. Margot drops a rock and hears it fall very far. They see a harness and she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go down. It's there. so crazy. <laughs> That's and now we're at Henley's spelunking part. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. No, no thank you. Um, and she goes down and hears some noises and sees bones down there. And it <laughs> stinks. Um, and oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we, we missed a point. Uh, a night earlier, they heard, a, they heard some crazy ass noises. They <gasps> follow the noise to a barn. And they see the the fa- uh, the family f- cutting open a goat and pulling out a two headed baby goat. Ooh, uh, yeah! And then Got a ki- they kill the baby the goat, and then they kill it. They and kill they it kill big it. time, huge. And La- Lavina like, leans over to Jacob and says, "It's getting stronger." Oh boy! Oh, we should also point out that in the barn, this happened yeah. earlier when they were like exploring. Ah, uh, that's right. There's like. Hay or something covering up a part of the, uh, uh, Margo's like walking and almost falls down this like huge hole on like the second level of the barn. There's a fucking huge hole and in the floor. She almost falls under the hole as a hay baler, which is like a thing that, a metallic thing that like whatever bales Metal the hay claws, but like crushes you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like there, you want to make that very obvious. Like don't fall here. Yeah. But it's, it could fall there. But they, that's, yeah. Anyway, that's there. Don't worry about it. I was going to say Don't that. Don't worry about it. You no. know, it sounds like it probably it, won't come back. It won't, won't come, come back. back. I just had to mention it because it won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so then they see them bringing the goat to this church the night before, the dead goat. Uh, and so the, so now she's going down. It smells like shit. And they, why are uh, there bags of salt, Dan? There's bags of salt everywhere. They did explain <laughs> this to us. There is some sort of reasoning that like salt keeps the demon at bay. It's I don't a witchcraft really remember thing. What, oh, is it a witchcraft when thing, you, Sammy? When you do a circle... Like, I think even in the craft they do, or no, it's, isn't it in Hocus Pocus where you like pour pour salt in a circle and it's supposed to be protective? We get, we notice at one point there are bags of salt, like all over the place. Mm -hmm. And again, I only really remember this because I remember screaming salt, like, and so everyone screamed salt at some point. (laughs) There's multiple points where salt is pointed out, yeah, Yeah. Uh, and seen, and so there's salt down here. Uh, She starts getting creeped out. Uh, She's like, all right, Chris, I'm ready. Pull me up. There's a long moment where he doesn't respond, and she starts to freak out as the noise kind of gets louder, and then he pulls her up eventually, and she makes it out. Big phew. Phew, 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 phew. Cut to Samuel angrily cutting logs and be, and her being being like, what's going on? And him being like, what is going on with you? You said you were here to fil- find out about your mom through that documentary. Now you're sneaking out at night. You're like following stuff, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to protect you. But you are freaking out. Uh, Henry mm-hmm. is the actor that played Samuel. Henry rules. Uh, he, he's like a New York actor. He's in this awesome short that I would really recommend. With um Rachel Dratch, where she's I like love Rachel Dratch. It's really good, and she's like this kind of like closed off shy woman who hires uh, a sub, and he plays the sub, and she like dominates him. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I don't even know. I, I we should I'd add it to the post or whatever. But he's like incredible in it. 
Um, and so is she, and it's a really great short. And I really love Henry, and I think he's going to be like everybody in this movie is going to have tons of success, but including Dan Lippert. He, what's that? Including, including Dan me. Lippert. Um, but anyway, he was really great in this scene. Another fun fact throw it on the IMDb that this scene was like not planned to shoot that day. There was an issue with loading cows in for another scene. Like the cows weren't doing it or whatever. These they are didn't, not LA cows. They, not LA cows. I think maybe they didn't bring enough cows or something like that. And so they're like, we're switching to this scene, which was like kind of a big scene for Henry. Uh, and he hadn't prepared it at all. And he still like kills it in the scene with like, a half hour to prep. Uh, nice. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but anyway. And he had to cut wood, too, during it. Really? I mean, he had to cut wood, which is not easy. Not easy. It's not easy. Not easy. Um, I don't know that I could have done it. I would have been very scared, and I probably would have hit myself with the axe. <laughs> um, they're freaked now. They're freaked. Yeah. They're, they're, are we, like, suspicious of Samuel at all? Like, it seems we're, like... We're getting a little suspicious because be. it seems like he's angry and, like, maybe lying. For, like, them. not yeah, a good it's reason. Like, it's like, no shit yeah. she's exploring this. This is fucking weird. No one's giving them any answers. And now they've had, like, enough weird experiences and seen enough weird things and everyone's like, shut up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, yes. it's like... The girl with the doll we got, which was in the trailer. Oh, yes. She meets a girl with a doll, and the doll's name is Sarah, which is her mom's name. Mm. And she asks about Sarah, and she's like, you know, she's my, that was my mom's name. And, so, and she goes, she's still here. Uh, and then she goes, she doesn't like you. Well, that's, that's rude. Mean. Yeah. That's fucking mean as hell. <laughs> mean as fucking hell. Little fun set fact on that one. That girl was terrified that day. She like, she was so scared. She couldn't do it. She like was so horrified. And Emily, the actress that played Margot, spent like an hour just like talking to her and making her comfortable. And like, uh, I I did, I like cried watching it because it was like so sweet. Uh, and, And like, eased her into the scene but literally just an hour where they were like don't set up any cameras nobody be on set and then they would like kind of like filter people on as she was just talking to the little girl and being like so what what do you like to do where are you from i love your red hair like just whatever until the girl got comfortable enough and then they would like slowly work their way into the scene um and it was really sweet she does a great job she's great in it yeah oh that's really sweet so we look at the we uh they look at the video of her in the cave. There is some sort of image in the video and a sound. Mm-hmm. D- Dale is drunk and ready to go because of the horse. He's holding ice on his shoulder. And he's like, I just fell off a fucking horse. The cut. The, my favorite scene that got cut is after this at the dinner. Drunk Dale confronts everybody and is like, "Hey, what was going on with that goat? Uh, or like, what was that noise? Mm-hmm. Or like, what are you storing? Mm-hmm. A great in there? question." Um, and, uh, I don't know if maybe the acting in that scene was subpar. I doubt it. it. No way. I do remember that because I was supposed to be drunk. The director being like, I have some scotch. Like after a few takes, like, do you want to be drunk while you're doing it? I was like, am I being not good? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to be drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Like I will if it's not working. Um, um, so Dale wants to go. They're freaking out. Uh, the next day, she finally interviews Jacob for the documentary, and he kind of tells her, uh, he, she shows him the letter she found. He's like, you were, that was you in the attic. He's mad at her for going in there. And he's like, look, 
your mom was selfish. Uh, she got pregnant out of wedlock, and what you're supposed to do in, in our family is give your child up to a wedded couple. She didn't want to do that. And so Margo's like, well, isn't that kind of cruel that you shunned her for that? And he's like, isn't it more cruel that she just left a baby on the floor at a hospital? And so it's this moment of like, do you trust them? Do you believe them? Which version of the story would be worse? Uh, is their belief system incorrect here? Mm -hmm. uh, and how much do we trust Jacob? But he gets like a little upset with her. And, and I guess we get a little bit of his justification, I would say there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now what is meant to have been shown at this dinner party where uh, uh, the next night is that maybe Chris and Dale got drugged. Like we show someone specifically pouring their drinks. Mm, so the okay. next night they are out cold. That mm. makes oh. sense. Oh, okay. She, yeah, he, we didn't oh, see she, that. She has like told Chris, like, let's leave. But the car battery is dead. There are, uh, uh, And he's like, all right, we'll leave first thing in the morning. We'll figure it out, whatever, whatever. So now it's nighttime. They're passed out. She can't wake them up. She's hearing a sound. She grabs a tripod because the door is like cracking open and closed. She's like, who is there? Who is it? The door uh, flies open, closes, flies open again. She gets knocked down. Classic paranormal. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. ripped to the ceiling out of the frame. Jesus. And we don't know what happened. Next morning, she's standing at a window, just drawing circles in the fog. Oh, she's oh, being that's weird not as hell. Oh, boy. That's not a good sign. Um, and Dale points out to Chris that there's like blood in her bed, and the camera follows it up her leg to like her crotch, essentially. Oh boy, rut row. Uh oh, big rut row here. <laughs> <laughs> rut row. <laughs> Things have took a turn. This there's like a lot in the movie where I I had never really really thought of the work that goes into being like the main woman in a horror movie mm. you have to do take after take where you are like screaming crying horrified getting ripped all around the place yeah it is like it's you because you, you're like oh they did that once and they cried and they did a good job or whatever and it's like Emily had to be in such a mental place nonstop. not you maybe you also Emily I, I but was, Emily but for different reasons uh, it, I was so impressed and am like generally like have a much larger appreciation for that after seeing it in person. Well, like I, I spent a whole day lying in bed literally while she had to like try to wake us up and be crying, freaking out, like oh. scared for her life, followed by her getting yanked aggressively to the all around the place. So it's Gnarly. really. Yeah, I've like interviews with Shelley Duvall. She talks about how like because The Shining took like a oh, year yeah. to film. It took so long, and she's basically just like screaming and freaking out the whole time. And was like, yeah. it fucked me up. It was awful. It was awful to be in that state for a year. Yeah, didn't Kubrick also, also they kind were, of they like were bad to her? <laughs> yeah, he was like they're bad. To her. Yeah, bad to her. But I don't know enough of the story. Just like say, having to yeah, yeah, be in that, like, even like what it does to you physically. That's what be, I was like, going to say. How do people and, not like, lose their voices more if you're like screaming so much? I feel like I would lose my voice immediately. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I Drink know a lot of tea. Do they, was there a lot of tea on set? There was, maybe, there was a lot of tea on set, but that's because it was so cold. That's true. <laughs> um, mm. But maybe she drank a lot of tea. I don't know how she kept her voice because there's a lot of screaming later on and she just really like nails it yeah she's great wait can i ask a, a question about no. how how <laughs> remember henley we said no questions henley, no 
me. I have a question. <laughs> um, so how do do we know how one gets yanked around in that way? Like, how do they practically do that? Harnesses, I would it's presume. Like, and then do they literally just like pull you around? Do you know kind what I mean? Kind of. Like, it's like they make it pretty safe. I think, um, but they, this w- this was a harness, so they wrapped her in a harness, and then they put it, uh, there's a hole in the ceiling so that it's, like, a pulley. Um, uh-huh. There's, like, a there's like two guys on the rope pulling it, uh-huh. uh, and, like, the stunt coordinator kind of, like, directing it, um, mm-hmm. and they it's just, yeah, it's, like, a straight-up yank, so and they try they not to do too you. many of those, and usually they did right. that with the uh, the stunt actress. Um, but like Emily wanted to do a few too, just like, just so that they would have it. Um, but yeah, it's just straight up harnesses. Yeah. Cause that's the thing about it is that like, she's literally being yanked. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's It's not the only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Yank them. Yeah. 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 Awful. Uh, the stunt coordinator, Mark was just like the coolest dude is this Australian dude who got his start. He was just a surfer. Uh, and someone he surfed with was did stunts on Baywatch. Oh hell and so yeah! So he started working on stunts on Baywatch, <laughs> where he just got to like save the Baywatch women and surf all day. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and that, and then he like he he did stunts on uh, like Fury Road. <gasps> hell yeah! And Fucking he does dream. all the Christopher Nolan movies, and it was just so that was like I for, I wow. forgot or never thought of like when you make because it was my first movie but everyone else it's like oh these people make movies all the time right yeah. and so everybody's got a million cool stories especially a job like that where it's like you're the guy for like movie after movie yeah you just go around the world and do cool stunts he did Dunkirk like just oh, so uh, um so uh, uh but That's anyway cool, man. She gets yanked around. Next day, next day, it's snowing like crazy, and Dale and Chris are looking for a way to get a new car battery. They get picked up by a UPS guy. Oh, well, doesn't Jacob, they ask Jacob about the blood, and he says- Oh, a doctor comes. Oh, a yeah. doctor comes, yeah. And oh. the doctor is like, oh, just an unusually strong menstrual cycle. Okay. And, and she's, she's like not because res- she's, she's not like she's herself. like passed out in bed. Oh, she's like period. catatonic. It's yeah. just a bad period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't ask. Don't. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a doctor. I'm an Amish doctor, and it's just a bad period. The, and there's a part where I think we were like cheering over it or screaming at the doctor in the theater, but uh, where Chris goes like, "Are you? Hey, no offense, but are you an actual doctor?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we. I think we all were screaming about a heavy period. We were like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so they do what many would maybe call a mistake, and they leave Margot to go get the battery. Yep. Oh no. The UPS guy that picks them up uh, is like, uh, "Wait, you're staying staying on the Baylor farm?" And what's your documentary about Amish people? Well, they're not Amish. Like, I've done this route for 20 years, uh, and everyone that lives here that is Amish will tell you that they're not Amish. Which is oh, so shit. freaky. That's freaky a twist. That's that a is such a twist. twist. And I think that's that's in the trailer. I know, which Don't is a bummer. When I trailer? saw that on the trailer, yeah. I was like, damn, because it's a good, when that happens, That's a really good like, twist. What? I found yeah. the trailer a little too revealing for my yeah. taste. I, so I like trailers to be like revealing. pretty mild for horror movies as far as like what you learn about the plot. Yeah, it just kind of takes like, you through the whole spooky movie. vibe. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But that's a good fucking twist and a great scare. And it was really a cool scene to watch. Yeah. So then they go to the hardware store. They go to a battery that asks the guy if they can use his computer real quick. Side note on this one. I had 
I had stomach problems basically for the whole shoot. I think I was just anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this day I had just the worst diarrhea. <laughs> uh, oh, and this no. is this is the day where I had to deliver like the full exposition of the plot. Oh my god! Because uh, <laughs> I read it on the computer, and we did like twenty two takes. I think it was like. And you're like, I need a Miserable. minute. <laughs> I need a year. <laughs> Can we please? <laughs> um, that's tough. Oh, that's Movie awful. magic. Movie, Movie magic. magic. Sometimes the people you're watching really got a shit. They really got a shit. You never <laughs> Sometimes. Know. You don't know when. You don't know when. It's true. But it was like, I was being, I, like, this was, uh, the whole movie was like, learning how I like to act, like, on, you know, in the moment, and how to do stuff, and like, solve problems and i was not doing the scene well in my opinion or i I think in everyone's because we did 22 takes so uh i and i was getting like really in my head and i was trying to be like really like it only gets harder yeah i was trying to like close off from everyone and just focus because i was like maybe that'll help but i think it made me more in my head and like looking back at right afterwards i was like oh i should have been more myself i should have like talked to people i should have chatted people up and like gotten in my body a little more but I kept like getting further away from myself by trying to so be. So it like, sounds like your body was sort of betraying. I was going to say, <laughs> getting more in your body. <laughs> I think your body I, was doing its own thing. I right understand now. the urge to get out of your body because <laughs> yeah. of the having to poop. Because of, of the poop. Yeah. Of the poop. It uh, is the, like it's the crazy thing about acting. I think about this all the time. Where I'm like, in a way, acting is like the stupidest thing anyone could do, and it's just like it's just you're just like talking on, on camera. But also, it's crazy to be like in the moment being like do this and do it well and everyone's watching and it is all on you and like maybe you really have to shit and maybe you feel terrible and maybe it's but it's like perform 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 which is very crazy yeah and be like really present with yourself Mm -hmm. uh while you're like a really a thing i really had to learn because i have like a very director's brain i'm like looking at everything and observing and if if someone else has a problem, I want to solve it. If I like see something else going wrong, I want to, and like a big learning experience is like, you can't control any of that shit. You literally mm-hmm. just have to focus on yourself. Right. And uh, that was hard for me to learn and experience. Um, mm-hmm. well, so I, thought, they, I thought you did great here, Dan. I appreciate it. They get on the computer, they search Osmodius and find out that he is the, uh, the uh, prince of lust, suffering and wrath. He's one of the, princes of the the overlords of the nine hells and years ago a village uh of biskitter was beset by a plague where osmodius was set loose and brother turned against brother and neighbor turned against neighbor in a poor acts of violence um and the way they trapped the demon was by having a chosen woman of god uh have uh like keep him in her womb essentially and pass him him down to her kid, and then that kid has to have a baby Uh-oh. that then passes the demon down oh, no. and over and over again. And so that that was what was happening with Sarah, Margot's mom, and she didn't want Margot to be the next the, de- the next the next demon, demon birther. Yeah, birther. So uh, she gave her away. Um, that'll solve it. So that'll solve it. But now they got nowhere to put the demon, and so. A lot of stuff that like isn't really explained, but uh, is hopefully you could put together is like that. That's they were trying to trick Margo. So this movie, this movie is basically like against Twenty Three and Me, right? Like that's this is just like a is, reason yeah. why Twenty Three and Me shouldn't exist. I think we learned it a little before that um, she looks on Samuel's computer. Margot does and and sees like 
oh, that's I, why she wants to leave. Yeah. It's like it, she thought, oh, we fa- I found him on 23andMe and I reached out to him and I wanted to learn my family. And she goes on his computer and sees that he's been trying to track her down for a yeah, long Jacob, time. Jacob, yeah, her dad, who is her grandpa, technically. Uh, oh, right, sorry, Jacob. Has, has been, ha- they have a computer that she, so she kind of like, finds out they're probably right. not Amish because she finds right. all the electronics. Right. And like emails between him and Samuel that's like, hey, what's the ETA on finding Margot? Whatever. Right. It's all been a catfish. Uh, like they yeah. didn't find her on 23andMe. Mm-hmm. Um, they they tracked her down and kind of tricked her. They got to put that demon in her. They need her for the demon. What they are they need supposed her for to do? The demon. Wait, so did they pretend to be Amish just for her? No, or? I think uh, I think the idea is they created this community whose whole intent is to keep the demon at bay. They all know okay. it. That's like their whole deal. They just choose to live off the grid and like as if they're Amish just to not attract attention, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's it. like and so the other Amish people know they're not Amish because they're like, these fuckers, they don't do what we do. But nobody else would ever quite, you know, like people aren't coming yeah. there. They're not interacting with the outside world. It's like sort of their cover story. Right. Got it. We had to there. This was in the Amish country. So like a lot of the driving to and from set, you like in an off road thing and you just pull up on a on an Amish couple in their cart with the two horses at, at in the middle of the night with the little like triangular reflector on the back. Scary. It's very funny. And you just have to like go around them. <laughs> and just like Did you have any good like um Amish pie or baked goods when you were up? No, there? I had intended to no! Uh, but a lot of the places were like closed on weekends, mm. weirdly, and, or like only were one day a week. And it's like, I'm so yeah. exhausted from shooting. And they were Dang. really, everything was really far away. That uh, makes sense. Too. So I suppose I should have, but no, I. No, that's I okay. There's did. no should have, Dan. There's no should have. Um, but they did the, at the tastemaker screening, the swag bag had all Amish made treats in it. That's and fun. so they, they did have like a pecan cinnamon bun there that was very yeah, good. nice. So Delicious. I, I did have one a few days ago. Okay, there you go. Good. So. They have to run back. Chris and Dale split up back at the farm. Dale's like, I'm going to put the battery away. Chris, you go get Margo and let's get the fuck out of here. Chris goes up to the bedroom. Margo's gone. The beds are made. All their stuff has disappeared. He looks in the corner and Samuel is like at a cross praying. And uh, Samuel's like, women are something to the extent of like women are beautiful. They're the ones that have to carry this burden. Like uh, they're amazing kind of creatures, whatever. I love to be described that way. <laughs> Beautiful, Chris amazing runs creatures. Out. Amazing Beautiful creature. creatures. Chris runs out to find Margot. He runs to the church. He hears, or he doesn't hear her, but he sees that the thing is opened and thinks something's going on. He lowers himself down. And uh, before he gets to lower himself down, Jacob is up there and is like, with a shotgun, and is like, we, if she if we don't put the demon in her, the demon will be set loose. You have to let us do this. Yeah, he's basically like, which I think is a cool justification that he's like, he, it, it makes them like less evil and more just like, this is what, ha- like, you don't understand. If this demon yes. gets out, it will be really fucking bad. We have no choice. She's the next one in line. They say something like the demon, if the demon gets in a man, like everyone, it, we're all fucked. And it's like, Okay. <laughs> they don't want to do this, I guess, but they're like, don't for, the, don't for the greater good. Fuck this up. Yeah. For the greater good. And we don't know yet what really happens when the demon is inside of the woman. Uh, yeah. Right? No, I really. think uh no, not really. I think it just okay. it, you know, if her body dies, the demon is just in her body, basically. Okay. 
Um, and so that's why they really need to pass it. And um, what you're kind of uh, hopefully realizing is like some of the bad stuff that's happening, the animals being weird to her, uh, the little kids being creepy and kind of wandering around. There's, there's a couple moments where it's like, what is going on? Is like the demons hold getting stronger on the weak minded, which is like oh. children, elderly, and animals. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. they sought Margot out now because it's like, oh fuck, like it's getting stronger. We need a new vessel for this. Yeah. Uh, so, guess this it. is a vessel movie. It's a it's vessel, a vessel movie. movie. Mm-hmm. There's it's three types of movies action, fantasy, vessel. and vessels. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Drama doesn't exist. Comedy doesn't exist. I wish I hadn't exist. linked myself to action, three. Action, <laughs> fantasy, and vessels. <laughs> Not even horror. Horror is not. No, one. no. Vessel. It's, well, horror could be vessel. It could be fantasy. Could be. Could be fantasy. Could be action. Yeah. Yep. So he and Jacob fight. Uh, Jacob chokes Chris with a Bible. During this shooting day, I was watching a lot of uh, the challenge. If anyone's curious, also on Paramount Plus, mm. I was called, but the the action sequence took longer than they thought. So I was just on set watching the challenge. That's just a little fun fact. The newest season mm. where they brought back the old competitors from the challenge. Uh, no challenge. I don't even know what the challenge is. Oh my Never gosh. seen it. It used to be Real yeah. World Road Rules Challenge, uh, but it's oh. all those. But then it just became the challenge where okay. they would do like oh, okay. Of, I do know what that is. I didn't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, cool. Gunshot goes off. Uh, we see. Jacob roll over and then slowly slide and then slip and fall down into the pit. Jacob's dead, probably. Yeah, Chris harnesses himself, lowers himself down, sees Jacob's like half body there, follows some sound, sees Lavina in some kind of witchy clothes. Margot passed out, and Lavina is saying some stuff in, I don't know, Latin, German, whatever, uh, over her passed out body. He knocks Lavina over. She's like, no, please, the salt. Uh, uh, she's like freaking out. He wakes Margot up, takes her, turns around, and in a bone throne, we see uh, the first glimpse of the demon Osmodius uh, inside the body of Sarah. It kills Lavina pretty r- quickly and rudely. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> it's pretty rude. <laughs> wait, wait, is it Sarah or wait? Is it Sarah's, like, what does the demon look like? It is uh, basically like a decrepit old woman. Like, yeah, uh, it's like okay, nasty, okay, got it. yeah. but human-like, okay. but like sort of like, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, which Legacy Effects also did that demon body. And so they're now stuck down there. There's no way out because there's no one to crank the harness up. We the demon is nearing them. It jumps at them, but it's on a chain, almost like a pit bull in like a movie. <laughs> with, with the Everybody in our theater was wondering why they made the chain so long because it goes, it travels pretty far. <laughs> yeah, it's like if, if yeah, you're gonna make it shorter, it up, yeah. make it shorter. Make it shorter. <laughs> a chain works. And why are you giving it a whole big bone throne? Like it's a yeah, weird level of throne? respect and also not. Well, maybe it built its own bone throne. She made it built her yeah. own bone throne. It might have built throne. its own bone throne. Yeah, it got a lot of time down there. A lot of bones. Demon is good with its hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they are stuck down there. What are they going to do? And we hear the heroic voice of Dale. We do. <gasps> and everybody screams, Dale! <laughs> and we're clapping and we're cheering and he's saving the day. He drops the harness down, pulls Margot up. 
Um, if anyone's curious, this was three separate sets. They, they made the set of the like the underground. Mm. Then they made a fifty foot tunnel to shoot all of the Ooh, spelunking stuff, yep. like a fifty foot high tunnel. And yeah, then damn. there was also the church set where uh, where you look down into the tunnel. Cool. Jeez. Yeah, and so they just like when you look when you're looking from up high down there, that's just like green screened, and then they added the long tunnel. Ooh. Um, Dale pulls them both up. Margo is like catatonic. He pulls Chris up. Chris is like, "You get the battery." Dale's like, "Yes, it's in the car. We're good to go. It's in the barn. Let's rock." They're about to leave, and then they hear the thing cranking, the uh, uh. splunking thing. So Chris tries to stop it. He can't. He looks down and he sees the demon crawling up. Uh, oh, no. the tunnel uh, so they just try to run he falls down drops the camera the demon appears and in like phantom slow-mo we kind of see it the most for the first time everyone's like what the fuck is that they run into the snow uh, they're all freaking out they can't see what's going it's dark, on it's snowy behind Dale we like see a little bit of the demon or like uh oh and then Chris is like where is everybody and Dale's like I don't know where the barn is I can't see shit demon grabs Dale pulls him to the ground Grabs his jaw, rips it right Ooh. off. Ah, I don't like that. <laughs> Terrible. That's why everything I, else I've liked. Yeah, you've been enjoying the whole like. movie. <laughs> Dale is dead. So that's what you had to do. The that's SPFX what I did. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The the, the, the chin prosthetic. So then they run to the. Well, they cry. They scream. Uh, then they run to the barn. Like proper morning. <laughs> they're, dev- they're devastated. <laughs> they cry, they scream. Proper, de- yes, they pray. Um, then they go to the barn. They hide amongst some cows. It's very chaotic. The demon arrives. Uh, there's a bunch of little scares there. Uh, they go up for so for because they're scared. I don't know why. Uh, I get the- it. When I'm scared, I gotta get to higher ground. <laughs> the demon grabs Chris. And Margo is like, Sarah, and she has a moment of like, it's me, your daughter, please do you remember me, whatever. The demon kind of like lightens up, jumps at her, she hits the demon, pushes it back, it falls into the hay baler down the hole. It came back. There it is. There it is. They go to the car. No keys. Hmm. God damn it. Where are the keys? Where are the keys? They run back to Dale's corpse. They Dale's grab the keys. Has the keys. This is, I did a lot of laying. This was my laying in the freezing cold ground for the shoot, a few, a mm. lot, uh, probably for several hours. Mm. Cool. Um, but they dressed me nice and warm. Uh, okay. The costume designer, Whitney Adams, did like, worked with Boz Lerman. She was like awesome. And she does all of Chris Land. She did like Freaky in the Death Day movies. Cool. Um, but she was the one who did the whole Dale look, which is very like, Warm, lazy TJ Maxx shopper, basically. Nice. Love um, it. So it was very comfortable. And anyway, they get the keys, go back to the barn, can't start the car. Everyone at the barn, they see like a man with no eyes. All the images they saw kind of painted earlier are kind of now happening. The 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 demon is unleashed, which means like humans yeah, are turning it's against like each other and losing their mind when they killed sarah's body that's what let this demon out right mm, the I demon is so, now yeah. just so, roman and, free and so yeah. the, everyone is like they're like murdering each other like it's like fucking crazy uh originally Ooh, uh, the little boy eli was supposed to be like 
stabbing and gutting his own parents and um the original actor they cast like the the parents read the script and were like he's not going to do that and then they ended up just being like you're probably right that is too crazy so they cut it anyway but um it was like originally written like really dark and gory and horrifying and i think that they lightened it up a little bit they get to the car all of the crazy villagers are trying to kill them they finally get the car started arm jumps through the window punches tries to get them they drive away margo looks back and screams like a scream of like terror relief catharsis fuck you which i just found out uh i didn't know because i haven't seen it is a reference to texas, texas chainsaw, chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. i also oh, haven't yeah. seen it but i've heard about it and i knew it. <laughs> you knew it even without seeing it probably from this podcast i discreet lights down lights back up on a body cam a cop comes he sees the horror he sees the cows like dismembered he hears a baby crying he walks in and sees samuel like hunched over Samuel turns around and it turns out the crying baby noise is coming out of Samuel. He looks at the detective who then, or the cop who shoots himself in the head. Another cop body cam pulls up, sees Samuel walk out of the barn. The cop tries to arrest him. Samuel looks at that cop. The cop shoots himself in the head. Samuel gets in the car, drives off. The radio changes from like cops to like an old timey song as he's driving away. The Gotta movie set ends. the tone for his drive. Demon, demon rolls. <gasps> wow. Yeah. The demon is out. Demon is the out. The demon is out. Demon is in and a about. man, which is not what you want. That's bad. Not what you want. That's bad. And that's I think they really shot like bad. three endings. That wasn't the original ending, but that's the one they decided to go with, which I like. Oh, cool. I like the that demon one. leaves in one of the cops in one of the original endings or something like that. Oh, I and like that, I like it that it's in Samuel. Also, it's like good for this actor who you love, who's like yeah. now going to be the fucking demon, I guess, and then whatever the next movie is, probably. Yeah, I hope so. Turn Siri on by accident. But that's oh my the movie. God. Yes. I feel like somehow the thing my brain blocked out the most was my own scenes. I feel like I missed some of my scenes, but we got through it. We well, got I'm through. gonna, guess, again, I'm gonna watch, watch it. it. I will watch. I will be watch watching it. Oh um, I want. I want. I'm curious. I just want to see you in it, Dan. I know. Honestly. I'm gonna rewatch it because. Um, if you can recall, I was mostly screaming and not, <laughs> I didn't get, like, basically any of the plot. Um, uh, but Dan really is, I mean, everyone's good in it, really, truly. But Dan is really good and really funny, and I'm, like, excited to to watch it again. And so everybody should watch it. Par- Paramount Ooh! Plus. Thank you, Emily. Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. I did this last time I was on. I need reassurance. Did, did we do this right? <laughs> I feel like I just yeah. talked through. I just talked that, a you lot. Did it perfectly. Okay. This was exactly. You, actually, what you're Dan, to be to clear, do. last time you came on this podcast, you told us that the premise of our podcast is insane because we just let somebody else talk. <laughs> you're like, this is what you want to do. You just let uh, me talk. Yes, and the answer is I, yes, not Dan. insane. Like it's like a bad idea, but like for you all, it's like. <laughs> You don't get to show off your own selves as much because you're just uh, uh, you're an audience. Dan, we like to let our guests quality, shine. not quantity. Quality, not quantity. <laughs> that's true. Baby. That's true. When you do chime <laughs> in, it's a plus. <laughs> it's a plus. Um, it's a lot. It's hard to do. But Sammy does mostly do a lot of the talking in it. It's like it's exhausting. It's so much. Anytime I've only done it like a couple of times, and I'm so exhausted by the sometimes end. I, love, I ha- love to have a guest I have TMJ sometimes I literally am in pain after a podcast oh, my job yeah. oh Sammy yeah. Sammy do you, ever, do you ever like get a jaw massage or like do it to yourself or does that hurt too um, much I do gua sha so I'll do like it's a little um 
little tool that you basically, yeah, do your mm-hmm. own self massage with. Oh, really? But I would love for somebody else to do it. That'd be great. Is it like a jade roller? What is that? Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I have a gua sha. Oh, really? mm, that feels nice. That with that I'm I'm just thinking about doing it on my jaw. That mm-hmm. sounds great. I don't mm-hmm. even have TMJ, but mm. man, my jaw hurts too. Yeah. It's nice. Um, oh my god. Dan, you knocked it out of the goddamn park. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. The main question I had wanted to ask you was what the audition process was like. Because I am so curious, like, so you had to improvise. Yeah. So, yeah, the first one was, like, they gave me this uh, fake script that was, like, a custodial guy on a college campus giving someone directions, basically. Oh, interesting. Uh, and it, uh, they were essentially like, feel free to improvise as much as you want, but here's the two-page, three-page script. Uh, and then the callback was uh, the casting director and the director over Zoom, uh, and the casting director improvised with me, and they gave me two scenarios. One that was like fully comedic, that was like, you're on a date uh, at the person's house, and you clog the toilet, and you're calling your friend <laughs> to, like for help. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> that's and the great. second one was like, you're in your car. And somebody's following you too close and you're, and it's getting creepy. Like you don't know what's mm. going on. Um, and then cool. the third one was the straight up script. It was the scene that I had diarrhea for like the, the Osmodius uh, mm. monologue. Re- research yeah. scene. Yeah. And then I think it was another one that, that got cut. That was like us walking up to the church and, and Dale talking about how hungry he is essentially. God. And you fucking nailed so all three of those auditions. I felt like this role was like really in my wheelhouse. It was like you just get mm-hmm. to improvise, you just get to be like kind of uh, annoying but and weird, uh, and it felt like perfect for what I do. So yeah, man is a great oh improviser. God. If anybody's not seen his uh, his comedy, man, you gotta yeah, see what- it. Get in, get it. What the fuck? Get, get it, it. Get in there. Get it. <laughs> Just go out there and get it. Go out get there it. And get it. Get it. On that note, Dan. I mean, obviously, we're you know promoting this movie. Everybody watch this movie. But tell us what else people should um, check you out in these days. Mm-hmm. You could go to biggrandewebsite.com where my group Big Grande sells all of our uh, stuff directly to listeners. So that's podcasts, animated stuff. We just taped a comedy special uh, that's for fully improvised shows on totally different sets. In, Are they up there it, yet? Not yet. No, we're okay. editing it, but just keep an eye on that. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. So that'll be fun. It's like we'd put on four different plays with full sets, wardrobe, and oh, that's makeup, awesome. and wigs. But uh, we didn't know what we were walking into for each of the four, other than our own costumes. Um, so we're going to edit that and put it up. And then, uh, man dog pod is my improv and conversation podcast with Ryan Rosenberg. You can listen to free episodes. If you just look wherever you get podcasts or our Patreons, patreon.com backslash. No slash. You're the man now, dog. Don't put a back. Don't put a backslash. No, I got some guy. This guy really like needled his way into my head, but he tweeted at me and he was like, you say backslash. It's not a backslash. (laughs) Isn't it interesting the things that people feel the need to tell you about? (laughs) And it is technically helpful. He wasn't being mean about it, but it is like, okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you just... Look, I know we're all asking for it. We are like, hey, listen to us talk. And then people do and go, hey, I have notes. And yeah. uh, I get it. And also sometimes I'm like, fuck, what, <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I? Why am I inviting people to listen to me and then give their feedback? Because um, I need it. Because I want people to <laughs> like me. It. But if they don't they ever say very nice things, I get mad. 
like me or mm-hmm. shut up? <laughs> um, oh, Dan, this was such a treat. And I'm just so thrilled for you. Very well deserved. And Thank I'm you. so, so very excited for you. And I hope people like the movie. I can't I wait to watch it. it. I'm excited. Mm. Were there any scary voices in this? Besides the little children singing a German song? Can we say, from all of us here, I'm too scary, didn't want Beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast for bonus episodes, trailer reactions, maybe some video episodes, all sorts of stuff over there for you. So head on over if you are interested. And if not, we will just see you right here next week with a regular episode we cannot wait we love you so much bye